Welcome back to the American Yammer podcast. It's Hall Pass as I continue to be your host. Uh, and feel free to chime in too. I didn't want you to not say anything. Uh, my guest today was Centerfold as he sits across from me, um, who so graciously decided to uh, come and do this thing without hesitation. Without hesitation. Without hesitation. You're he ready. hit me up on the Twitter. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> That's it. Happy to be here. It was actually an honor coming out, coming off the last uh, episode with the Nantan. I'm like, oh man, no, got, got is... some big shoes to fill. So hopefully this episode's. Uh, Solid in some capacity. Absolutely. Yeah, we talked about a lot of things. We crammed it into about an hour and 15 minutes, I believe, which I think is perfect. Um, And we did that seamlessly. Um, I only checked the clock a couple times. I don't know if you did or not. Just once. (laughs) Just once. And we had limited, uh, no one bothered. I don't hear any screaming kids out there. Which makes me wonder if they're even here. Well, it's your door dampening. It's very professional. Thank you. He's joking. <laughs> it's, it's the best I could do. Uh, there's <laughs> carpet and foam and everything else. Uh, but no, if, uh, if you're interested in what's in this episode and what's to come, we talk about anything from uh, riding bikes, uh, doing other workout activities uh, prior to F3, while he's still in F3, and what he hopes to do in the future, continuing that growth, uh, be it on the bike, doing triathlons. Uh, Ironmans, things like that. Uh, we talked about podcasts that we listened to. Uh, we talked about mm, shield locks and who's in his shield lock, uh, when they do their meetings, um, and some of the content that they share when they get together. Uh, it, it seems very organic, and, it, and you guys may take something from that. I know I will. Uh, then we had, I didn't know you were a camper mm-hmm. or a hiker, if you will. Now I know. And um, Jitterbug and I are going to have you out um, on a hike with us. Usually it's three or four days, uh, two or three nights. I'll, I'll be sure not to pack a 45-pound pack. No, we'll all be talking about you. <laughs> oh, yeah, your bag. That, that'll be serious smack. You'll be down at the bottom <laughs> of the hill. Like, he's still packing. Yeah. You know? And Patch will already be where we need to be. Of course. No, I'll, I'll look forward to that. Yeah, it's going to be great. Hopefully, um, they're probably going to do a winter trip, but I'm not big on it, so they'll probably do it. Uh, I'll go in the spring. Good. But reach out to Jitterbug if you want to do that. Good. That we'll hard do. trip. Uh, and then we talked about, what else did we talk about? Waking up, uh, morning routines, mm-hmm. all those fun things. Uh, and then, of course, we answered some of the basic F3 questions about when he came uh, to his first workout, how that experience was, how he got his name, Centerfold. Um, and then where can you find him today? It's all mentioned in this episode. Um, with all that being said, I hope you guys enjoy. Make sure that you listen to the podcast. Make sure you like it on whatever um, platform you're listening to it on. And then please uh, share it. Uh, I'll call you guys out in this format that we have in this Twitter world. It's real easy to hit the the, uh, the little circle button that says uh, quote, tweet. <laughs> so you can, re- you can share this thing. It's real easy. It'd be nice to see some more traction on that end. Uh, with the American Yammer, so I can get some more uh, guys listening. Uh, but without further ado, here is Centerfold. Mike check, Mike check, Centerfold on the ones and twos. I like it. I think it sounds good. Can you hear yourself okay? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> now, probably, that sounds about right. Yeah. <clears throat> I like it. Wish us luck, podcast universe. <laughs> um, I was just telling Centerfold, I had... Um, Black Swan in here the other night, and um, it wouldn't be a Yammer podcast without technical difficulties. Uh, half of his episode was, it was like overdubbed. The The background of the first half of the episode was behind the 
newly recorded second half of the episode. And once it was all said and done, there was no way to edit that out. I've had the problem happen before. Um, I think I've resolved it. And uh, yeah, with any luck, we're going to be in good shape here with Centerfold. We'll see how it goes, folks. <laughs> I ran into Sack yesterday at Caribou Cup, and he uh, he spoke highly about his first half being recorded. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I, he was like, "Man, it would have been no problem. I could have done it again." But I was like, "It was such a good talk. There was no way to recreate that or to touch back on things that we yeah. talked about. Just no way. Just just let it go into the ether. It's yeah. all right. Mm. And I'll have him back soon. Uh, let me keep fooling with this a little bit as I'm watching. I'm gonna turn him up just a bit. No editing. <laughs> I think you're good. Let me look a little bit more. All right. All right, man. Matt Lovell, I'm 38, and it's Hall Pass. Mike Mitch K, 39, the centerfold. Hey, man, thanks for coming over. Yeah, thanks for the invite. This is um, doing the daytime podcast. I've only done a couple, but I found that I enjoy it just as much. When I do not have any PBR. I kind of wanted to crack one myself, but it is, folks, it is uh, 9.31 <laughs> in the morning, and I'm trying my hardest. I got a full day at work today, so. Right. I've got uh, three shots of espresso and some frosted oat milk in this cup. <laughs> so that's going to do bouge, it. How bougie is that? I don't know. I think this is a, a, a Walmart brand K-Cup coffee mm. in this cup. Hadn't got quite there. But you, get, you don't have any kids yet, do you? No. Uh, the wife and I are living the dink life. That's okay. Yep. And how old are you now? You said a minute Thir- ago? 39. I'm coming up on the 4-0 in February. And I don't mean to put you on the spot right out the gate. Uh, are you and the wife, is that in the in your plans? It Children? is not. Not in the plans. No. I got it. Yeah. I got it. Is that a decision? It is. Yeah. Nice. We've been married now 16 big ones. No kidding. I swear. We got no married, married when we were like 12. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm trying to do the math. I'm like, yeah, kind of close. So yeah, we married. Uh, we met in college. She was at Carolina. I was at Elon. Uh, we got serious when we were both still in school. And she's lived down here her whole life in Jamestown. I came down from Connecticut to go to school here. Um, she's like, "There's no way we're going back up north." So I compromised, and it's all good. I've yeah, really, I've really enjoyed it. So I've been down here for 20 years. Married with her for 16. We've been together, for, you know, probably three, four, or five years. After that, we decided just to go ahead and just kind of, you know. Honestly, just be selfish and yeah. uh, just do our own thing. So it's been fun. Why not? How's the uh, in-laws and your folks? Are they Have they got grandbabies to keep them busy somewhere oh, else? Thank goodness, yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> somebody else doing it? Yeah, it's all good. And where's her family at? Uh, they live all in Jamestown. Oh, that's not bad. And all yours are from? They're all from New York, Connecticut. And then my dad retired with my mom a decade plus ago. Yeah. They moved down to Florida. They're living the golf cart lifestyle down in the center part of the state. Yeah. Playing golf and playing bocce and all those old fart things they do. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> They're loving it. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. And you got siblings? Are they kind of spread out? Yeah, I've got one brother, Dan, who is uh, planning on getting married next October, and he's up in the city. He's uh, got quite a awesome life going on right now. He is uh, the musical director of Wicked on Broadway. Oh, really? So he's running the show. He's got the baton in his hand. Wow. And uh, his partner, Chase, has, they've been together now for a couple of years. And I'm kidding. Yeah, he lived in the city full-time for a while. Then they moved to Connecticut in Ridgefield. So he does an hour commute back and forth. But Worth it. It's worth it. You know, he loves the city, but the concrete jungle, man, it's, yeah. it's brutal. Yeah, no, uh, day in, day out up there, I, I don't know. It's a lot. People. Yeah. So he's staying up in Connecticut? Yeah. So right? he's got about maybe 50-minute drive. And he drives into town and out of town without the rush hour. Yeah. Because he doesn't have to be in at 6 in the morning. He gets in at, like, 
I don't even know, probably two or three in the afternoon. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so he does all of his meetings in the morning or it, it, right after lunch. Yeah. And then hammer down at like around 7 or 7.30 when the show starts. That's pretty neat, man. Yeah. Is he um, younger or older? He is younger. He is uh, th- three years younger. Oh, man. Yeah, Was 30. it just the two of you coming up? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. So you got to be pretty proud of him oh, yeah. at this point. M- the many a year growing up when I threw him downstairs and you know made fun of him, I'm, <laughs> I'm regretting that now. <laughs> yeah, probably. He's, he's far surpassed my, uh, my menial, menial life that I've got here. That's awesome. No, I'm sure it's not, not that bad. Um, so you got, she brought you here. You've been here all this time. Uh, you do own your own business, right? Yeah. 17 yeah. years now. No kidding. Yeah. You've been doing things a long time. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> what were you doing before? Um, it's photography, right? Yep. Full-time photographer. Yeah. Um, let's see. Before that, I mean, I originally came down here to go to school at Methodist College yeah. in Fayetteville. So right. I was there for PGA golf management and I was nice. there for about a year and a half opted to get out of the golf business before I got too far committed into the program just because it was kind of just beating me up. Yeah, I was trying to overperform because I was decent, but I was never good enough to be in like mm. the top bracket. So it just kind of ticked me off, to be honest. So yeah. I'm like, you know, instead of being, oh, instead of working 100 hours a week, you know, in yeah. a shop, let me go ahead and digress. I always love the visuals. I always love photography even way before that. Yeah. So I transferred to Elon. They gave me really good transfer credits yeah. and I did corporate com and a cra- uh, concentration in graphic design. No kidding. Put it all together, saved up some cash, bought a camera and some gear, started working in front of the company. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're no longer in business, but that lady was my first official mentor in my eyes. And she's like, listen, you can come in, answer my phones, you can be my bag assistant for a little while, see how you like it. No kidding. And then I pulled the, yeah, I pulled it and went uh, S Corp, got all my business stuff figured out. Yeah. And learning how to even do that every day. I mean, yeah. every, every day is a little different. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wh- when did you do that, S Corp? Uh, 2005 or six. No good. Yeah. And then uh, that's after that's when you opened up your own. Yeah. So Mitchie K Photography Incorporated, technically, uh-huh. is, yeah, 2005 or 2006. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. So I was a freelance, straight 1099 freelance for the first year, year and a half. Mm-hmm. And then ever since then, it's been my own bag. Is there, um, is it still fun for you? It is, Yeah. thankfully. Because it's a, it's a craft, right? Like it's yeah. not a, that business mindset doesn't necessarily fit in that world without the artistic vision. You've got to be artsy, but you've got to know how to get the phone to ring. Yeah. So you got to love marketing and you can't be scared of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, every day you got to try something different, both technically, you know, if I, my dad always said that, you know, fail forward. Mm -hmm. And I I love that because it's like, you know, you're not going to knock it out of the park every time, but you do a bad exposure, la-di-da, you shoot another shot or you do a website post and it's a total bomb, you know, Mm. you you figure out how to tweak it. So that's awesome. And then persistence and not beating yourself up too bad. Not too bad. I know. Well, I, I take uh, comfort in that as a um, 38, taking on all these new challenges, be it either here at home with my hobbies, uh, the kids, all that's relatively new within the last seven years, marriage, the whole thing, um, career changes. It's just daunting. And uh, But, yeah, fall forward. Yeah. And it's got to be one that I practice probably more often, or I should be practicing it more often. Uh, Thanks for sharing that, though, because, yeah, these technical difficulties on the podcast is really, in part, what had me discouraged a few months ago after I finished up doing, like, a series of, I don't know, six or 
I think it was five or six episodes, and then all the difficulties and the time management of it all, and finding a space to do it um, just wasn't coming together for me. So uh, without telling anybody what was going on, without reaching out for help from anybody, I just sat in it, and it, and it wasn't fun. I hear you. <laughs> it wasn't fun. But it's getting easier every time. Yeah, I think so. And like you said, you learn um, the, the equipment, the process. Uh, thankfully, Short Circuit already kind of laid out the groundwork so far as like publishing um, uh, websites like Audacity where you could do free recording. The quality is not terrible. Uh, he, he really just set it up. And, and he got, uh, what, two seasons out of the way and created that foundation of listeners before. So I'm grateful for him for, for passing this on to me still. And I don't know, I don't have any real goals for listening. It'd be cool to, um, obviously have F3 guys that I know, uh, come in in the podcast and I had explored, um, going, uh, nationwide with it and doing like a Q source focused podcast where we would do, you know, obviously week one would be Q1 or whatever in the book, and I tried that, and I had a guy from, I believe his name was was from Ohio, I apologize, I'm drawing a blank, he came in, we did it virtually, it was a great podcast, we focused on the uh, first part of QSource, and I never posted it, because after I recorded it, I changed my mind in the direction, I was like, that's not what I want to do, it felt Mm -hmm. too easy to have something that I could go off of. You know what I mean? Yeah, but to to a, to a degree. Right. You, you want to have your set questions or ideas, but yeah. I think you're doing great so far. And I, I heard that first one when you did transition over. Yeah. So it was Short Circuit? Short Circuit was my first. And he used to be here, but now he's out west? Yeah, and now I think he's back. Okay. So, yeah, he had left to go out west uh, with the family. Uh, kind of things got busy, let the podcast go. I called him and was like, hey, I want to take it, and he gave it to me. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I don't I don't know. I like this format. Um, I know that guys have struggled with you know long form uh, conversation, if you will. So somewhere between that hour to two hour, I think is going to be our sweet spot. Mm-hmm. I don't know, um, rather than a three hour um, or or plus. And I and I don't really want it structured. And I pride myself in my notes. Like I didn't prepare anything. Folks, it's a, it's a blank page. <laughs> yeah, it's a blank I, I think page. I think I have more notes and I don't, I don't even know what the heck we're going to be talking about. I know. I just kind of <laughs> go with it. I know some of the generic uh, or, or the simple basic F3 questions like when sure. you start all that. But I like to kind of figure out and, and I say this all the time I think is that the podcast provides me an opportunity to sit down and have a conversation with a guy that I've been intrigued with and intrigued by for uh, the past year. And we haven't quite had a chance to sit down and just mm-hmm. dish it out yeah. um which is the best part and i'm selfish in that this is what i uh, this is why i do it this is why i like it just to sit across from a guy shoot the breeze and uh if we don't talk about nothing that's fine you know and yeah. if we if we end up talking for forever that's cool but hopefully i'm going to build a relationship here well uh, hopefully we'll you. get some nuggets out of this uh this show <laughs> sure <laughs> Be- better than the two minutes that we have after the uh the cot yeah right like how are you doing yeah i'm good all right things are good yeah man all right i'm gonna grab coffee no not today right <laughs> peace see you tomorrow <laughs> and then we go and then if you're like me that have been um smart sacking so much oh is that what you call it yeah that's what mm. i call it. i got that from uh sacked thanks man uh smart sacking uh most of the week I've been on, I've been hitting like three AOs a week, okay, with maybe one cafeteria. <clears throat> so I, it's not terrible, but it's far from where I was last year at this time. Well, you were doing eight days a week. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I was. And good for you. I mean, yeah. that, that was important. And I, I know when you said when you had all your family overseas, it was yeah. the thing that grounded you and, and kept you rolling. So could imagine not having 
F3 at that time. Yeah. Um, and that's, yeah. that's that's really important. And so I'm kind of with you. I think it's like three days a week, maybe three or four. Yeah. It really just depends. Yeah. Um, I did – well, I didn't even sleep in this morning. I had to get up early to get a bunch of editing done right. before the sun got up. Yeah. So it – Plus, it was nipply out. It was like what thirty one this morning. <laughs> so, forget that. So, did that. you post this morning? I, you know, I did something at my house. Okay, but so you no, didn't post. I smart sacked. Oh, there you go. No, there no, I, I did. It was a, a quick twenty minute circuit upstairs. We converted our bonus room oh, into nice. a little, you know, a little gym of sorts. Yeah. So I did that, and then uh, I ran a couple quick laps around the neighborhood. Okay. And squats and call it a day. That's a lot more than I did. Yeah. A lot more. You probably burned three hundred plus calories. Got probably the heart so. rate going. Yeah. And I did not. I've been keeping track. I have been uh, since, let's see, probably six or seven months ago. uh, Schnitzel uh, was on me about getting a Garmin watch because he's a big analytical nerd when it comes to that stuff. Yeah, for sure. And and now that I have it. It's game changer. Man, it's ridiculous. Game changer. The tracking is great. I'm not obsessive about it, but it is. Yeah. When that get, when that thing goes down to unproductive status, oh, I'm pissed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it gets you going. Did you have any way of tracking before no, the Garmin? Not at all. Oh, that's awesome. I wrote down some notes. Yeah. And when I did like personal training a while ago, yeah, we had like a journal that yeah. I wrote down the sets and the supersets and all the different yeah. things. But yeah, now the the sleep track and everything is incredible. I know, and I've I've got a Garmin that I I don't know. I've also got the the um, Apple Watch with yes. the uh, 4G in it. It's not near as good at tracking uh, physical performance, sleep, and things like that mm-hmm. as the Garmin is because you have to take it off at night. I mean, there's probably guys that charge it before bed and then wear yeah. it. But Well, the, the battery life on this one particularly, I think it's called the Forerunner 245. Uh-huh. And I went to Fleet Feet. Big props to Fleet Feet uh-huh. over on Battleground yeah. or yeah. Lawndale, whatever it is. Yeah, that right. place is awesome. They're they, great people. They, they care about what you're buying. And he, I walk in, I have a quick conversation. Like, dude, I don't want to sell you the entry level because you're just going to be annoyed yeah. Six months later, because it's not going to do enough for you. Mm. But yet, I'm not a triathlete either, so I don't need to drop eight hundo on a watch either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though I have a watch obsession. Yeah, right. But this one here for the value, man. Yeah, you can't beat it. No. And that's the one with the triathlon options on it, right? Can you do the? Um, can you switch it to swim? Can you switch it? To oh bike yeah, for sure. As you're going. Yes. Yeah, that's a great watch. Pretty sure. Uh, I've got like five presets right now. Yeah. <clears throat> and besides. The running workouts, the F3 workouts, and the biking. I'm not really much into swimming yet. Yeah. But a couple guys have been getting on me about doing tries or it's like half, um, what are they called? Uh, Ironmans. Yeah. Sorry. Half Ironmans. Yeah. Nah, so that's. I don't know about that. It's pretty short. But still, that's a mile and a half, I think, of swimming. Uh, Good Hands and Schnitzel just went down to Wilmington to do it. I oh. think they both crushed it. It's a one mile and change swim, 52 mile bike ride, and a half marathon. It's insane. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I could do it. I mean, you could do it. I could do it. You just gotta. I mean, Good I Hands. If, Good Hands was training yeah. about four months for it. I think. Yeah. Religiously on the Garmin app that gave him the rundown of what he had to do. Oh yeah. So respectfully, we he you know we kind of ghosted each other on the rides because we ride together a lot, uh-huh. and so I understood he had to stick to his plan. And if he had to do a, a quick thirty mile burst, yeah, I couldn't make it. Or the last six months for me has just been crazy busy with work, so yeah. and I'm thankful for that. And so I just didn't have time to commit, especially in the uh, morning. Right. And when it starts getting down in the 30s, when I was driving from my house to here, yeah, there was one cray cray going on the road. <laughs> he had a face mask. He had goggles on. I mean, like I'm looking down at my speedometer. It says 36 degrees. Oh, he's feeling with it. the wind factor. No, cold. That's a whole other ball game. It right? is. I, I don't have cold weather gear like that. Yeah. When it gets down like mm, 42, 44, that's yeah. my breaking point. 
Yeah, uh, probably mine too. And that's kind of how it gets with running. I got to have the gear and be ready and then trust that I warm up after, Mm -hmm. you know, a mile or two. You do a mountain and road Um, or one or the other? Running or biking? Uh, Biking. I did mountain bike. I've never road biked. I don't trust people and, and I like to enjoy that journey. And I don't know, maybe if I was in an area where there wasn't much traffic or, or something, but, um. The world's crazy right now, yeah. or it has been for let's say the, like the last ten, twenty years. It gets gets worse and worse. I'm sure you've had. Did you have some <sighs> milkshake chucked at you ever? Because <laughs> that may or may not have done that. No, before. thankfully, thankfully not. Uh, I try my hardest to get out in the country quickly. Yeah. So I live over off of uh, near North Church and Air Harbor. Oh yeah. So I take that road out to. Um, Church to Plainfield, out to 150, into Brown Summit, into Reedsville, into Eden. So at yeah. least the country roads, you got a better chance of minimal traffic. Uh-huh. Uh, I did get chased down by a little dog the other day, which oh, was a real treat. Yeah. So I was nervous because he was kind of coming at me full force. Of course, it happened when I was going up a really steep hill. Oh, so man. I was already in the granny gear. And my butt's out of the saddle, just trying to barely go. And here he comes darting out of the front yard. Oh. <laughs> so I'm wondering, all right, am I going to get bit? Or is his head going to go through my back wheel? Yeah. I don't know what's happening. So it was very strategic. I, I slowed down just a little bit, started yelling at it, had my hand on the bottle, pulled the bottle out, squirted him straight in the face. Oh, nice. And then he reverts back to the house. Mm-hmm. So I, I dodged a bullet. Yeah, sure. But yeah, my heart rate was going up. Yeah, because he lie. could have, um, he could, at very least, got tangled up in the mechanics of the bike. Yeah. And then we're both going down. And he's got a way worse situation than me. Yeah. Right. And then you have to go back, find the owner, explain the situation. What a bummer. Yeah. And then probably want some money from you <laughs> to pay for the bed bills. Oh, my goodness. That's how it is these days. Um, but, no, uh, mountain biking I did for a while. After I had the kids, it was harder and harder to dedicate the time to it. And it's one of those hobbies that you'll know. Um, it started out with, like, an $800, $900 mountain bike. Specialized hardtail is what it was. Um, it's a fantastic bike. Uh, but then all the guys on the trail were starting to pass me. And I'm looking at what they're doing, and they've got these uh, full suspension bikes, uh, maybe even carbon fiber. Yeah, yeah, just peel off the hundies. Yeah, and so I'm looking, <laughs> I'm looking, and I start talking to some guys, and I go and I and I get one at Recycled uh, here in town uh, bike shop. It was a Rocky Mountain full suspension, entry level, but I'm spending fifteen hundred bucks on that. It's not carbon fiber, not the Rock Shocks on the front. Uh, and then I was like, man, this isn't quite what. I wanted out of a bike and what I needed was somewhere up to around the four or five grand uh price range for a bike and I was like not now yep. I'll, I'll put I'll hang it up right and uh focus on f3 and running uh which is a much cheaper alternative yes <laughs> considering <laughs> complimentary is better than 8k on a bike <laughs> yes but being gearheads I can respect that mm. I, I did the same thing I got roped into it and I'm thankful that I, I did because it's been very very therapeutic to get out on the road yeah. and have a couple hours to just absolutely either ride with a group and yeah. feel that momentum and the camaraderie, or just get out there and go solo. Yeah. And you know you're in your own head for two, three hours. Are you are you a guy that's got a spare bike for a buddy? Uh, no. <laughs> I, and the reason that I was uh, clearing out my garage a year uh, ago, we went crazy on Facebook Marketplace. That's mm-hmm. my wife's side side hustle hobby. Yeah. She loves doing it. She'll sell stuff for friends just to, for the thrill of selling a deal. It's no hilarious. That's awesome. So I had my original was a aluminum frame Scatante. Okay. It was a three wheel in front uh, or three spoke uh-huh. sprocket, whatever you want to call it. Um, I bought that off my buddy Rick 
who has a whole garage of bikes. Yeah. He's got a problem. (laughs) And so I bought that from him because he bought it on a whim, and he's way shorter than me, and he bought it and forgot to do particular measurements. So it was way too tall for him. Oh, yeah, sure. So I bought it for a steal. Kept it for about a year and a half until I was, in my mind, I guess good enough to go to the next step. Yeah, of course. And then I I thought I did really well. I went to a place in Winston called Mock Orange. Mm -hmm. Killer bike shop. Yeah, I've heard it. And the reason I went there, though, is because I was hard-pressed to get a Bianchi, which is an Italian brand. It's like the oldest brand in the world. And so I got a Carbon Aria. And it is, dude, it's so money. Love it. But you, you... You should have it for quite Year, some time. Years. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I didn't break the bank on it, yeah. honestly. I mean, yeah, it was pricey, but between being conditioned and doing better with the F3 workouts and mm-hmm. getting stronger, mm-hmm. going out on those same roads from a year and a half ago between the strength in my legs and the strength of just improvement and the better bike, yeah, man, just just flying up the hills. Man, that's awesome to hear. And let me... Um, let me circle back to that three workouts that you had just mentioned with the, I've noticed you over the course of the last year and a half, mm-hmm. you'll focus on certain areas that you know need to get better. Um, and you've done that. You did the jump rope stuff for a while. Yeah. Bodet and I did jump rope challenge for about a month. Yeah. That was, I guess, before fringe or before circle time. We uh-huh. did a 5 a.m. Like a, th- awesome. a thousand rep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're right. So I did that for a little bit. I still have the, the rope in my trunk. I haven't used it in months. But, <laughs> you guys inspired but me. it's I, there. I came out, I think, one morning mm-hmm. and did some jump roping with you guys, and it's still in the car. <laughs> it's still there if I need it, <laughs> in case we ever need to break them out. But that was cool. And you've done other things, too. Have you done the Iron Packs Challenge? I have not. No. No. It's, I guess that could be my next thing. It's um. It's interesting. It's uh, Yeah, it's interesting, for yeah. sure. It adds that competitive element to it. Um, I've That's where I've only got my only real... F3 injury mm. was through iron packs. It okay. was from curling a center block, you know, 200, 300 times. Uh, yeah, I, I thankfully have not had any particular F3 injuries. I had my own self-inflicted injury yeah. a couple weeks ago. Actually, I'm thankfully back off the uh, the IR, as oh, they man. call it. I feel great now. Yeah. Um, but I've been incorporating since March, coinciding, with, actually, when I got this watch, March and April, I pushed myself to go to Shake and Bake mm-hmm. on Tuesdays. That's right. And I avoided, like, the plague because I knew, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> fatty, Running. Mike, fatty Mike around the track was uh, going to be slow, slow. But, man, I've been I've been working at it hard, and uh, it's felt great. That's awesome. The conditioning's good, and I went out and did the stampede yesterday in Star Mount. Yeah. That was a different animal. Yeah. Yeah, Nancy, you... Nancy was on cue. He killed it. He did uh, pyramids all through the neighborhood. No kidding. And, uh I don't know Starmount area very well, and I realized there were some Mondo Hills that we were hauling up and down. And the difference of just the second you think you're in shape, yeah, you go do something else. It's totally different. That's half the reason why I smart sack this morning because my legs and I, mean, I had like borderline shin splints. Yeah, you're so smoked. smoked out. That's smart sacking. Taking it easy, let your body yeah. do its thing. Dude, you, you need the recovery. Absolutely, that's what I've been doing. Um, <laughs> so, and then you took on the running challenge. I know um, a few months ago I had asked Red Dragon. He took the uh, shovel flag for Shake and Bake. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, I didn't think you were, were a runner. He's like, well, I'm not, but I want to be. <laughs> so he took the, the, the flag and the site cube position to make sure that he was there yep. every Tuesday. Um, man, that's, I admire it. it so. it's, he's a, 
he's inspirational. America's coach, folks. Red Absolutely. Dragon, for Absolutely. the record. And, and if you're listening, R.D., I am going to have you on this podcast. Oh, he's on my hot list. I wrote that down on my, on my notes. That's right. So yeah. he's coming. I've got, um, I got R.D. Well, let me see what else I got. He's, he's ducking me a little bit. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. Oh, you heard it, folks. Uh-huh. Hopefully, so, hopefully this is still recording. Yeah, we're still good. <laughs> I can see the proof. The EQ's still going. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So I got RD. I've also got uh, Airball. Mm. I've also got the Gloom Father himself, TPS. Got the whole squad. And uh, I thought Hoosier would also be quite inspirational. Absolutely, man. There I need to look and see if Hoosier, I don't believe RD has done it. Hoosier, um, Tips, and you said Airball. Yeah. I need to go back and look and see if those guys have been on. But, yeah, I'd love to have them on. That's that's the squad right there. That's, um, man, I just wanted to live up to their abilities mm-hmm. uh, when I worked out with them, when R.D. was a psyche over at uh, Cougar Town. I was like, this is it. These I, are the guys. And I love when, when you said when you first went, you thought he was like the grand wizard mm-hmm. of F3, yeah, which you get it. I mean, because, yeah. you know, he, he's a coach. At, at 529, he's up in your face, just yelling at you in a good way. Yeah, I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> he's got red shoes on. Red He's coat. styling and profiling at five in the morning. It's like Red Dragon. Everybody was doing what he was wanting them to do. I was like, this is crazy. I had no clue really what F3 was before that first workout. Not who, really. Who uh, who got you into it? Um, a guy that I was working for uh, back in the probation and pro world. He was my supervisor. His name's Todd Cooper. Uh, his F3 name is uh, Juvie. Uh, and he primarily works out of the high point area. Mm-hmm. But uh, about a year, year and a half Prior to me posting is when he started kind of telling me, he's like, hey, these F3 guys. I noticed he had like an F3 coffee cup. Sometimes he'd wear an F3 hoodie or a shirt. And uh, so I knew about it in that regard. But nothing, uh, I, I didn't do any reading, didn't go to the website. didn't. Do, well, I went and looked uh, for the locations. And then I couldn't figure out how to, on the website, you can scroll. You see the name of the workout. But if you don't know to scroll from right to left to see the locations, uh, you wouldn't see it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'd, maybe I'm the only one with that problem. But I remember going on Facebook and hitting them up, like, hey, I'm looking to come out. Where can I go? I have no idea who responded, but they were like, man, you got one right by your place. Yeah. It's oh, Monday dude, morning. Dude. And, that, and that proximity is key. Oh, my god! I'm six minutes from Jesse Warden and GDS. Mm. So selfishly, on a day that I know my routines, yeah, I'll go hit that, or I'll go to Death Star at Northern. Which still isn't too which far. Which is six or seven minutes. Yeah. Um, yesterday I went to Stampede one because I just wanted to try it. Yeah. And two, every two to three weeks, depending on schedule, um, we jumped into a shield lock. Oh, and man. so, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, and myself. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, four total. Yeah. And we try to meet either at Caribou or Green Joe's. Oh, nice. And so, that's been also great. How long have you been doing the shield lock? Oh man, probably close to six months. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh. Tried to force one. <laughs> it didn't work. I was like, I want all my best buddies in there. I was like, stick shift. <laughs> you know? And like, who can I learn from? Wicked. <laughs> who who do I want to emulate my work ethic? Hoosier. Right? So I had created this group, mm-hmm. but we never, it wasn't It organic. never jived out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just failed miserably. We have a group meeting. We haven't said anything to each other in months, but well. not on that capacity. But um, I've got some guys, I guess, like Jitterbug and Patch and, and some other guys that I stay in contact more regular mm-hmm. than um, than most guys. So who knows? Who's in your shield lock? Uh, I've got Bushwood. Uh-huh. Great guy. I've got Frosty. Nice. And new guy, Annie Oakley. Annie Oakley. Where's he from? Is he up this way? Uh, 
yeah, he kind of lives out at New Garden. His name is Phil. Phil. Phil Cathcart. Annie Oakley. He's he's a competitive uh, pistol shooter. Is he really? So Annie Oakley was a money name. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I think I've met him maybe once or twice. Yeah, he mostly goes religious to hobble and gobble. Uh-huh. Big rucker. Yeah. Signed up already for a rock in Charlotte, I no think, kidding. in like a month. Oh. Some December challenge. I don't, I don't recall the details. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we kind of just pushed towards it. And um, I think the hardest, not that it's hard, but I've kind of coined myself the secretary of the group. Yeah. So I force the next meeting. No kidding. And just, you know, we have a, a, a communal open text thread where yeah. we just sometimes it's important stuff. Sometimes it's just ridiculous gifts for no reason. You know how it goes. Yeah. Just yeah. Com- comic relief. But even yesterday after we finished, got in the car, looked at the calendar. I was like, all right, next one. Boom. Here it is. Question mark. And then whoever can make it. Great. Yeah. Sometimes there's only two of us, but sometimes the four. That's and, awesome. you know, yeah, we'll we'll BS about sometimes nothing and then yeah. sometimes super important pro- products yeah. and thoughts and Good things, bad things. It's been very helpful. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, you also, well, I'm going to come back to the Shieldlock in just a minute. But you do some other things too. I know you're a. Are you, are you an avid reader? No. <laughs> no. I, I had. Um, what was it? Gosh, around the first time I met you is whenever um, Jocko Willink, I think, had come out with his uh, leadership book. Yeah. Um, and I think we were probably reading that together. I have read Discipline Equals Freedom. Okay. That might I, have been it. I hadn't – I've not read the other ones because he has a consulting company, Echelon Front, uh-huh. I think it is. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, I'm honestly not a very big reader. No kidding. I'm a big podcaster. <laughs> you listen to a lot? Big time. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Who's some of your favorites that you listen to? Well, let me open the Besides phone. Besides the Yammer. Well, that's number one, of course. Hold I'm, on. Yeah, I love Let, let me pull it up. Yeah, sure. Just because it's great because if I am having to focus on working in the computer yeah. for hours on end – I'll listen to like some some low chill down tempo stuff yeah. just to kind of turn my brain Same. into high gear. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, I'm a big fan. Uh, I've got a couple nerdy financial podcasts. Let's things. Uh, the Ramsey Show. Okay. Dave Ramsey. He's brilliant. Yes. Uh, Clark Howard, big time nerd podcast there. Uh, Clark Howard he used to be on public radio. Yes. Yeah. He's been he's doing this now full time for a long time. Nice. Uh, let's see. What else? I'm a big electronic music fan, so I've got a couple obscure. F- uh, do not call it EDM. No, <laughs> <laughs> please don't do that to me. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Let, let's make that a correction right now. I, yep. <laughs> EDM, in my humble opinion, is. <laughs> that's not the electronic music you're talking about, is it? I, I it, no. The EDM nowadays, I, it's just all overly processed junk. Right. I prefer more of like the '90s to early 2000s. Like the trance of the progressive like, and and the house music. What about Epex Twin? That don't was know, one. Don't know who that is. No. Oh my gosh. Uh, Prodigy. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Some of that old stuff. Uh, but some of the guys that have been around for ages that I love to pieces. Um, there's one guy out of Wales called Solarstone. Yeah. Who's amazing. Okay. And uh, let's Would you see. Consider it like drum and bass more. That's a whole different genre. Just, there are like a hundred genres within I the know. electronic. Drum and bass will, if you can get into it, it's very interesting. Most people to, would think it's just straight, just garbage. But it's, it's like jazz of the electronic music world. That's a good, yeah, that's I a good think, correlation. I think I try to put that on when I'm studying or doing some other things. But usually, lo-fi, lo-fi hip hop beats mm-hmm. um, is, the, is, is the bread and butter. I, I do like that. Oh, another one, um, more audio based, is uh, Tony Robbins. Oh yeah, 
Now, how's his podcast? I tried it a while back, and he had, like, other people doing it for him. Yeah, maybe he was, like, out for a while and had, like, guest speakers. Yeah. But it's a great balance because he speaks on the motivational side. Yeah. But also speaks with big players on how to, you know, create businesses and failing and succeeding. And my my all-time favorite is uh, Tim Ferriss. Oh, yeah, he's great. He's so diff. Like, there's so many... It's areas. wide-ranging, and yep. the, the introduction, he speaks on what he's going to talk about, so if it's not something you're into, eh, pass it off and then go to the next one. But yeah. I've I've gotten some massive nuggets out of his show. and I think I follow him, yeah. He, um, he's, he's a fan of a long-format podcast. Some guys are on there for three hours. And that's Tim Ferriss, right? Yeah, I think it's double R, double S. Yeah. Have you listened to much of uh, Sam Harris, Making no. Sense? I have not. That's a good one. All right, you got a pen? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> All right. I'll go back and listen to this and write it down. Yeah, there you go. So um, <laughs> this morning I listened to the Mind Valley podcast, um, which is, uh, I think it's like a massive think tank. I don't know. I just found the guy. He wrote a book called uh, The Buddha and the Badass, which I'm reading right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his 30-minute uh, podcast this morning was Journal Your Way into a Million, a Millionaire Mindset with a guy named Patrick Grove. Hmm. It's, it's fantastic. Just simple habits like journaling and writing out your goals yep. um, are things I'm aspiring to Good. to be better at. But yeah, of course, Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah. He's my... Um, he's a piece of work. He's my hero. Um, I like the real AF with Andy um, Frisella. Okay. That's a good one. And of course, uh, Order of Man, you've probably heard. Uh, I have not, but I've, I've heard oh, of God. one called The Art of Manliness. Which similar. A, okay. Similar. Uh, those guys. And then the Dad Edge podcast, which is probably more so. He's got a lot of good nuggets there. Mm-hmm. But um, a lot of like being a father, blah, blah, blah. Nice. All that stuff. And um, what about all the other um, awesome F3 podcasts? Have you listened to those? Let's hope, bit. considering this is part of it. A little bit. Well, you know, um, I reached out to them uh, after I took over this thing. I was like, hey, how do I become like part of that? that group mm-hmm. that gets sent out in the emails. Right. Uh, and I think it was Hello Kitty. I have to go back and look. was like, well, you know, the Yammer's great, but it's not, uh, it's not like broad, I guess, enough maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sticking to any one particular thing. Like I might have a guy come in here and we really don't talk about F3 much at all except for other than, hey, did you post? And then we'll throw in some, some lingo. Um, but maybe it's just not centered enough uh, for the official F3 stuff. Mm-hmm. Um or maybe it's that my audience isn't at that international level. Yeah. Like it, yeah. 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 So who knows? Hey, it, it could always fold in. But that, that that's also something else I have on there. <clears throat> there is there's a few of them, forty three feet. Yeah. And then also the COT. I think it's two separate ones, but it all comes in under the same channel. Yeah. I guess you could say. Yeah. And then they also added another one in, um, called the Hunt for Wellness. Oh no, good. Which is really really good. So I have to go back and check it out. And I'm also a stickler, and I'm not calling the guys out, but I love <laughs> high-quality content. The, um, so it's, it's hard for me to pay attention, um, you know, if I'm, if I'm listening to a guy talk from back here the whole time. You know, it's, it's I don't know, maybe a pet peeve of you mine. You check out. Yeah, I'm like, eh, I'll, yeah. I'll wait for the next one. So, I don't know, maybe... Get some more mics. So hopefully we're talking close enough, folks. <laughs> get some more mics. Get a get a mixer that can handle the, the the amount you know of microphones. I've seen some of those tabletop mics that probably, if used correctly, do really well. Okay. If people are sitting around it talking, but I haven't tried it. 
But uh, to be honest, I need to go back and listen to more of the uh, F three centered content from those guys. They're re- it's really good stuff. Yeah, my my goal is hopefully I can get some of those guys to come on the Yammer. Uh, we could talk about that process with mm-hmm. them, um, and I can learn a, a lot uh, from that experience. So um, I'm have them on my list. Good. And I'll call them out, tell them to come on the Yammer. Um, what else? I wanted to circle back to Shield Lock. The how, what does that do for you? Like, is it important? Is it meaningful? Yeah. Well, I've known those guys for numerous years prior to this. So okay. that, that was also helpful. Yeah. So Bushwood EH'd me, and I'm coming up on second anniversary in yeah. January. Nice. Um, I knew Frosty from work-related as well as just hanging out. Yeah. And then same thing with, with Annie Oakley. So when we started it, I think Tommy Boy spoke on a podcast about the Concentrica. Is that how you pronounce I think it? So, yeah, yeah, uh, which is a paperwork that you can print off, and it talks about, you know, your inner circle, outer circle, your important things, both personal and mm-hmm. um, family related, and all of that. So we sat down for the first many times, and got pretty deep. Yeah, on it honestly. So nice. that was helpful. That yeah. set the groundwork and the tone to where there was some substance to it, just not getting together after workout and cranking three coffees back. Yeah. Um, yesterday was kind of like that. We, right. we were kind of in a rush. We were like, listen, we got 28 minutes to get this done. <laughs> what, what are we doing? Uh-huh. Uh, blah, blah, blah. We went on for a minute and then just rolled out. That's so, awesome. And that's fine. You know, they, they all don't have to be yeah. mind-blowing meetings. Yeah. Uh, but the consistency is important. We and try every two, maybe every three weeks if, if – that's Only awesome. one person can make it, then yeah. we just push it. No big deal. But right. we, we have done it every every other or every third Thursday um, after the Thursday workouts. So Perfect. Yeah, it's worked out really well. Where are you guys meeting for workouts on Thursdays? I either take Thursday as a recovery day. That's right. Or I, like I, like I said earlier, I went to Stampede yesterday, which is about 20-ish minutes from my house. Yeah. So I had to give myself an extra half an hour to wake up. Yeah. Uh, just to you know, do my routine. I got to get the dogs out and all the other things uh-huh. that I have to close the door carefully so the wife doesn't wake That's up right. at four fifteen in the morning because she's had choice words. Common she's struggles. like, "Oh, it's F three again. Great. <laughs> Can't you just sleep like, in this morning?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we go to bed at like senior citizens anyway. So do you really? Oh, I love it. That's awesome. I have, I have no problem saying publicly on the air, "I'm down by eight forty five. Really? <laughs> yeah. Man, it's lucky. it feels awesome. Yeah, I bet. I yeah. know. We need to do better. My wife and I are in horrible night routines right now mm. um, because recently the kids started letting us sleep. Okay. Thankfully, this morning, my seven-year-old walks into our bedroom. And he's like, hey, Dad, uh, if you don't wake up, we're going to be late for school again. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Oh, let let's go. So when, when your kid's telling the dad to get up. It's bad. It, and <laughs> I, need to, I need to make some things adjustments. Things ebb and flow. That's right. I got to so, make, yeah. uh, make some adjustments. I slept in a little bit this morning, but yesterday, um, getting back to your question about the, uh, the location. So either... Yeah. Off or I have gone to um, I'm drawing a blank on the name the weight related one that we've done many a time together Sweat Angel Sweat Angel there so that's go. an easy one to get to because it's close to the house yeah so the Shield Lock normally we meet at Green Joe's so just so the other guys are doing hobble over at Friendly yeah so it's a five minute drive for them it's a two minute drive for me yeah we meet promptly at six thirty and we honestly time it by seven o'clock we got to roll that's nice uh, because. Frosty's got two young kids. He's got to help get to school. Mm. Uh, the rest of the guys, you know, got to get home and shower and get going for work. So, yeah, yeah that's good. just being time timely in, in getting things scheduled is important. And I like that you guys keep it to that 30-minute yeah. frame. 
Well, that way, you know, if you have a really particular topic, each person can honestly get like five, mm-hmm. six minutes a piece of uninterrupted mm-hmm. yeah. speaking. Or then we can just have another one where we just banter back and forth. It's not bad. No. I'm, I'm going to work on that myself. <clears throat> Show lock. Check. I need to do it. I need some accountability. <laughs> need to get my ass up in the mornings. Um, some would say that I can kind of fall on, on the Yammer as part of my F3 focus and dedication that I don't have to necessarily do some of the other things. But uh, this is easy. Sitting down and having a talk is, is easy. Yeah. Um, the, the process of it all is difficult in the time management for this because after you go, i got to edit and you know the drill. What's, what's the timing on that? It's like maybe like an hour or more after the fact? Yeah, if it, it depends on how – if I'm playing with new software or not. Um, I, yeah, probably an hour mm-hmm. of uninterrupted. But usually I'm kind of coming in here doing a little bit, yep. 10 or 15 minutes, going back out, come back in, finish where I left off. And um, I always wondered how it worked in because I do subscribe to numerous podcasts. So yeah. I guess you create an account, mm-hmm. and then you just push it out to the the good old interwebs. Yeah, and it, it self populates, or is there like a massive server that you send to, and then it it goes out from there? We go through. Um, so the episode is recorded on Audacity. I'll save it as an MP3, mm-hmm. and then I'll open up, upload it into whatever software I'm going to do my editing with. From there, I master it down to an MP3 file, and upload it on um, Anchor which is the, the host. Uh, so Anchor, you can go on, create an account, it's free. Um, and then from Anchor, yeah, you upload your podcast and it pushes it out to all the major podcast places. Mm-hmm. Uh, my two are Apple and Spotify, uh, which is where you can find it. But I, I believe everybody <coughs> subscribes through some sort of publisher, if you will. Uh, some are free, some are not. Uh, this one just happens to be. And you can monetize it as well. You can add... Um, I don't know that because I haven't done it yet, but you can select like advertisements mm-hmm. uh, that you want and then generate some, I guess, some income on that, uh, which would be neat maybe later. But I know for me, I'd rather listen to a podcast without any. Sure. Or if there are advertisements, I would just rather be able to talk about them mm-hmm. um, than to have a commercial break in the middle of the episode uh, at some weird time. Yep. You know. So I don't know. We'll, we'll explore it. It's it's neat and. In a perfect world, if I had wrote this down in my journal as a goal, would be to only do uh, American Yammer podcast and make uh, living off of it would be fantastic. But that's so dreamy. It's a, lo- it's a lofty goal. <laughs> it's so dreamy. I don't know how many people make. Uh, put it on the vision board. Yeah, put it on the vision board. So who knows? Something part time would be great. Yeah, you know, to fill in the gaps. Something I can well, do you've got fun. your pro uh, studio now with the uh, right the foam and whatnot. The foam this place and the is curtains. legit. It's it's not bad. It's all really under budget. Like it's just uh, Amazon and Walmart, Target, things like that. It works. Know? So it's it's working. I don't know how much clearer can you get a vocal than this. I'm sure there are ways like pop filters and things. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. It's fun. It's a hobby. Yeah, and I really enjoy it. Good. Um, tell me when you first posted. Uh, it was early January of 2020. I remember. I think I was there. I, I was. Uh, I was there. It was at the Fringe. Yeah. At GDS. That's right. And such a cool. We had so many cool names pop out for you. It was interesting. It was a good showing. I think I had. It was not for me, of course, because I didn't know anybody but Bushwood. So he he picked me up and was got he, me out. Was he the Q? No. Uh, God, I think I should know this, huh? <laughs> I feel bad. Who was your Q? Oh boy. Uh, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> was it? Um, I know Amphibious was the one that threw my name out. Mm-hmm. And it stuck. 
I don't really remember. I remember the circle, and I can remember you being in I remember trying not to yak because it was <laughs> it was hard. Yeah. Yeah. Was it maybe somewhere like a crawl space or... Uh, Patch, if you're listening, go into Backblast and text me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He'll know. He's probably like, these guys are idiots. They yeah. don't know. How could you not remember? <laughs> or you should have done your uh, homework. Yeah, I should have taken better notes <laughs> or right. wrote it down. Gosh, I feel like we could probably jog your memory a bit. Um, it, it might come back to me. Right. And that was, uh, so he, how long had he been working on you to come out and give it a go? Oh, not very long at all. Yeah? Yeah. He came over. We had a, he may have spoken about it just but once or twice. Yeah. And he and his wife and a few other folks came over for a New Year's Eve party. Right. And he wouldn't stop about it. Really? And I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll give it a whirl. So That's awesome. Even with it being close to the house, he's like, hey, I'll come get you. Be ready to go at, you know, 5.05 or whatever it was, yeah. 5.10. And we show up and uh, it was mighty cold that morning. Yeah. And I've done workouts many a time, mostly in the gym. So mm-hmm. you kind of forget where... If it's 30 degrees outside, once you warm up in a matter of six minutes, you're only needing a you know a t-shirt and a winter hat. Yeah. So I roll up in like an Arctic uh, puffy right. coat. I think so. <laughs> so that yeah. was indeed one of the potential names. I remember vividly. <laughs> puffy coat would have been one. Uh, oh, awesome. The next one was Glamour Boy. Uh-huh. And then, of course, Centerfold stuck mostly, well, exclusively because of the photography. Yeah. Yeah. That's right, because th- you listed off. You know, all the things that we yeah, missed off. Yeah, I, I did the usual stuff. You know, uh, damn Yankee from Connecticut, now living in Carolina. <laughs> um, graphic design guy, photographer. Mm-hmm. The whole thing. Uh, golf guy, all that stuff. And they're like centerfold. I, I embraced it quickly. I was looking around. <laughs> I was like, is this going to be inappropriate or <laughs> not? And then it just stuck. I was like, it's perfect. Yeah. And then you were the one only but a couple weeks later that said, hey, you, you got you to gotta work in a a visual option for your naming. That's right. So now I'm like, depending on how froggy I'm feeling in the morning, I'll do a quick little I love it. horizontal or vertical. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I did one like a week ago where I'm looking down and... Because <laughs> we all remember at our age getting your hands on something and hey, with a centerfold It's in a it. big deal. I was like, oh my gosh. I mean... I'm thankful that they use three pieces of magazine paper yes. to, to create this image. Yeah. Um, no, it's it's perfect. And mm-hmm. I don't think it's inappropriate. Not at all. Not at all. Centerfold. Because I could go for a number of different catalogs and... Absolutely. And things. So, not just Playboy. Um, <laughs> how was your fitness level prior um, to F3, biking, gym, things like that? Uh, biking, I just started getting into it. Yeah. So I was still developing that. Uh, let's see. I'm coming up on 40. So when I turned 30 is when I really had the mind shift to get my life together. Yeah. Uh, I was a hoss. I yeah. was up in the 250 plus range. So Really? Yeah, I swear. You're so about what, 180? I'm 190 and change right now. That's not bad. So I feel good. Holy cow. Yeah. I want to see a picture. You don't want yeah. to see. <laughs> I want to post it on the Amherst uh, Twitter account. <laughs> I'll go back and find one for you. Yeah, you can find one. And that, that was my motivation. I saw way too many pictures of bowling ball head mic. Yeah. And I'm like, this has got to go. Really? And of course, everybody, everybody was like, oh, no, you, you weren't that big. I'm like, I, I held it well or whatever. Really? You know, all, all the typical BS. How heavy were you? 255, 256. And why is that, you think? Bad eating habits? Oh, I was the king of drive through Really? Oh, yeah. All through your 20s? Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, I definitely drank too much, too. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Right. So it was a combination of that and just crushing McDonald's. No kidding. On the regular. Yeah. And you got heavy. Yeah. And and lack of movement? Yes. Bad sleep schedule? Sleep was always fine. It was mostly just the bad Mm -hmm. habits day to day. 
Yeah. And yeah, uh, I just, of course, it's a daily effort yep. to make it work. Um, but of course, they say it's 80% diet, 20% fitness. And so when I started, I splurged on having a personal trainer three days a week mm. uh, over in High Point, And he just... He yeah. got he got it going really uh, and and lost a lot quickly yeah and felt good but then started going to F three and between all of the other rigorous workouts because you never know it might be an easy one it might be just an absolute ball buster mm-hmm. you just don't know yeah but that quick change to the body is I think what's really helped a lot and, and did you find that um, your body did it adapt to the F three style workouts relatively quickly I'd say a couple weeks yeah 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 I mean I. I felt like a train hit me for about the first two weeks, yeah. which is good for, it's a good shock to the system. That's kind of why I subconsciously smart sack so often, because I can go, I take a break, body recovers, go and get the workout, and then I feel it for like three or four days. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was going consistently, like every day of the week, it was hard to hit those marks that would, you know, soreness and things mm-hmm. like that, fatigue, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I, I also noticed that I, I think I adapted so much so where, I don't know, maybe some of the work, a lot of the workouts weren't certainly as hard as they were. So my heart rate wasn't going up as high as it did. Um, I wasn't burning calories as much as I was Mm -hmm. when I first started. So that's kind of what I meant by like adapting. And I had a, trying to even still try to switch that up a bit, maybe incorporate some more runs Mm -hmm. uh, to change it up a bit. Because my body's like, okay, cool, you do F3 like three or four times a week. Um, I would just yep. <laughs> to hold in calories and hold in fat. I think getting the running in more has definitely shown me uh, the next step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I could always lose more weight, I guess. But sure. I also still want to eat and enjoy what I want. Have you tried um, different forms of dieting? Have you done like carnivore or vegan or no anything like that? It anything? just... Yeah, not me personally. Right, I, I'm the cook in the family. Okay. So as long as I can do a great job each week doing meal prep, yeah, and buying the healthier foods, yeah, and just making an effort of saying, "All right, here is my schedule for today. I'm home for lunch. I'm gone in the afternoon. I'm home at dinner at this time. We're doing this meal." Yeah, and I think if when we're both on the same track, yeah, gosh, it's so much easier. But oh, when sure. one of us goes off the rail, or when one and we're both guilty of it, yeah, I've had a long day. All I want to go do is stuff my face at Casa Vallarta. You know, right. It just depends on the day. That's awesome. Uh, but There's yeah. a reason why you guys don't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> All that stuff is so hard. <laughs> it's a do. challenge. So hard it to is. do. Um, I know we're recently, I did this last year and had great success with the intermittent fasting. Mm. Um, uh, started when, when the family was stuck overseas and I was just like, well, I'm going to cut out breakfast. Mm-hmm. And then I've learned that it wasn't just about that. Um, were you doing the 16-8? Yeah. Yeah. 16, eight. I'm doing it again now. The hardest part is not putting any cream in my coffee to break mm-hmm. fast. That's, That's hard because I'm not a black coffee fan. Mm-hmm. I try, but I find that it gets colder quicker, the whole thing. So I'm working on my wife and I are both doing it right now. The The biggest benefit that I think we're going to get from it is that we cut off our eating window at 8 o'clock. Yes. So that snacks from like 8 to 10 don't Gone. happen. Yep. Yeah. Don't happen. So that's, the I think, the the best part of the intermittent fasting is that portion mm-hmm. and then i think we get better sleep and stuff when you got an empty stomach oh 100 having a full stomach sure um so those other aspects we're just going to try to we're doing it this month see how it goes um she's actually doing it better than i am i was in here with um black swan the other night and i had two beers and mm-hmm. the first question my wife asked is did you quit drinking at eight o'clock i was like no 
It, it was it was part of the format. It was part of the format. I had to do it. I had to do the it. The peeps was calling your name. Right. So and he brought some stout stuff too. Oh, not, nice. Not PBR. So I had two of those tall boys. Yeah. And uh, definitely did not fast very well. I pushed my eating window out a little further. The next day I didn't eat lunch till like twelve thirty. So I tried to compensate. But it's fun. I've mostly been just doing smaller portions and just making a little bit better choices here and there. Yeah. Eating cleaner meats. Uh, even the simplest of things of throwing out all of the rice in the house and supplementing it for quinoa. Oh, yeah. It cooks the same. Yeah. It's the same timing, and it's tremendously better for you. Um, so, and, and, you know, even my morning routine, instead of going and buying garbage eggs from the store, mm-hmm. go get farm fresh and yeah. have a couple with some egg whites and whisk them together and bang them back and you're done. Yeah. Just keeping it simple. Yeah. And so you're making better choices and better quality. Yeah. And that's really about it. That's it. And then moving. Yes. <laughs> so you're in good shape getting there. Getting the steps in. That's awesome, yep. man. Uh, so life post F3, comparing it to pre-F3, um, obviously fitness, it's uh, F3 benefits in that regard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What other ways is F3? The, the daily clarity, I think, waking up with more of a purpose. Mm-hmm. The accountability has been big time. Mm-hmm. Even of guys calling, not calling you out, but if you hadn't been for a couple of days, you start catching slack in, in a positive way. Or even yeah. self-inflicted uh, peer pressure. It's like, you know, if I hadn't gone for a couple of days, like, come on, get up and go, go, yeah. go, go. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's been very helpful. Have you had downtimes in the course of this almost two years? Have you hit any lulls? Of not going? Yeah. Not really. Really? No yeah. kidding. It's been pretty consistent. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I'm constantly jumping off the bottom. <laughs> mm-hmm. Get up, get up, yep. get up. Uh, and I'm waiting for it to to bounce back. Now, I've stopped going on the weekends <clears throat> just because I either, of course, have – if I'm having to go work a 8- to 10-hour job on a Saturday, mm-hmm. there's no way I, mean, mm-hmm. I could do it, but i got to be smart about it. Yeah, sure. So I, as well as being uh, addicted to golf – I have to play <laughs> in the summertime. You know, I got to get that eight o'clock tea time. So yeah. I, I got to play. No, no, uh, no offense to the Saturday AOs, but I'm, then, a, I'm a Monday through Friday, and uh, been also incorporating the good old unofficial AO of, of Broga over at Jesse. Perfect. Been throwing down on some stretching which recently, which has been a yeah. game changer. You've led some workouts over there too. Right? A couple. And you did uh, like a uh, Wim Hof. Yes. Exercise yeah. this last week. I did, which I hate. I missed. Um, that's a great platform to experiment with some different yeah. things, like Wim Hof breathing techniques. Oh, you know about him? I know about him. I've cool. never done him. Um, it's I very, like him. very cool. Uh, very interesting. He's a a character to say the least. Mm-hmm. If you guys want to look him up, it's Wim Hof. I forget. Is he from the Netherlands? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's W I M H O F. Yeah. Uh, older gentleman. Yeah. He's had numerous world records of uh, holding breath and, and ice uh, plunges and, mm-hmm. and all this. But he speaks on the value of controlling your breath yeah. and just being more methodical through through the day yeah, absolutely. and focusing on that. Because everyone is always go, 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 and they shallow breathe, and they don't mm-hmm. – you're not present. Yeah, not you know, when you've got 9 million things and when you're checking your phone while you're driving and all these – St- you know things that are on your mind. Mm-hmm. Gosh, just to be able to calm your brain down and center, even for, for just five minutes. Uh, no, yeah, huge benefits. I think he's even got an app. That oh, you cool. Can have um, 
alerts and stuff pop up as a reminder to, but I suck at those. I don't <laughs> subscribe to any of those <laughs> like reminders. I usually just swipe them off my screen. Yeah, yeah. But it's there, and I had it for a while. Uh, but Wim Hof is definitely, and I think it would be neat if you're. Uh, experienced enough with his method to continue doing that there at the uh, unofficial Broga uh, workouts yeah. when you lead. Yeah. I, I think so. Uh, I had it. It was a 10-minute, three-round, 10-minute guided breath work on YouTube. Perfect. And I just brought a little JBL mini, yeah. mini sound thing, turned it up, and yeah, there were a couple guys there that day. So we did a lot of um, minimal yoga, actually, mm-hmm. but more deep stretch and stretch holds. Yeah, perfect. Because I was coming off, um, you asked me earlier about lulls. Mm -hmm. The only lull that I've had in recent months has been in the last month and a half. Okay. I've had, I had the pleasure of pinching my sciatic nerve for the first time on my right side. Yeah. And is, it was unbelievable. Oh, sure. I've never broken bones in my life, thank God, but I've, I've never had pain like that. Yeah. And it took constant stretch. It took medicine. Uh, I did uh, steroids from mm-hmm. the doctor just to try to alleviate some sort of problem, mm-hmm. uh, and and the and the longer hold stretches is yeah. what got me through it and got me out of it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and you're not having any more issues with it now. Thank goodness. Yeah, <laughs> let's keep that away. Good. What caused it? Uh, it was a, I think, a combination of American hammers. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Too many twists of the torso. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it was. The um, original root cause was about a month ago. We went on an overnight backpack, mm. and I'm a big primitive camp guy, mm-hmm. so we've you know, been doing it forever. Nice. And I have a, a blow-up pad that yep. you sleep on. Yep. Uh, for the record, it's called a puss pad. Yeah. But that's the technical Familiar. term from REI. So uh-huh. uh, I have a I, – actually, I just upped my game and got a new one. Nice. Which I think I'm excited because we're going on it's Sunday insulated. morning. It's not insulated, but it, it provides three inches of air. It's nice. called a Nemo. And the one that I had before, I love REI brand, mm-hmm. but theirs was called an air rail, and mm-hmm. it only had an inch and a half. And I believe I did not blow it up enough. No so kidding. when I slept, we slept for eight or nine hours that night, Yeah. but I slept more on my side than on my back. And I think just not having enough air, it had my hip off a line for the night. Yeah, sure. So I woke up feeling <laughs> weird, and then I, the very next morning I went and overdid it. And tried to keep up with a couple guys at Shake and Bake around the track. Oops. So I just started feeling it cramp like halfway through. I'm like, oh, this is not good. Mm. And then after that, a month later, it was a slow but steady recovery. No kidding. But I think that's how it happened. So now that I'm reaching, uh, you know, middle age. That's right. I'm getting up an extra five minutes early and just stretching and even be conscious of how you get out of the bed. I know that's so sad to say, but it's what it is. No, it's it's what separates uh, us from the uh, sad clowns. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Really, I mean, you got to pay attention and and make adjustments where needed. Um, Man, I didn't know you were a camper, a hiker. Yeah. Did you listen to the uh, Jitterbug episode of the Yammer? I did. He's um, changed my life, man. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Uh, one of these days, I'm going to hike the um, Appalachian Trail, probably post-retirement age. I know he said he has done massive sections. He's done almost all of it. Almost the whole thing, yeah. but in, in spurts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sections. Um, and I've only done a few stretches of the in the Carolina range. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm at like maybe 130 miles or well, something. You, you got me. I mean, I've done numerous camps all over the place but we've probably put down less than 100 miles on the at yeah we're doing mountain to see this coming sunday that's to monday awesome. yeah we're going to wilson really? creek that's great man. it's a great spot and do you like to try to be minimalist with your gear no 
No. I, I carry the kitchen sink. Do you really? <laughs> yeah. Oh I've got God. a 65 liter that I put to the brim. Really? Uh, but I just love having all the creature comforts. I know. How much do you think you're carrying? Uh, I weigh myself each time. I average like between 40 and 45 pounds. <sighs> so it's a hefty load. It's it's really foolish. Oh. <laughs> but, when I, but when I get there, but we're also not trekking 20 miles. That's right. You know, we're going usually five to eight in. Yeah. So it's it's a load, no doubt. Sure. But I'm also pack mealing all the food yeah. for the wife and I because she loves to go too. Yeah. So we, we'll go together. Bring another couple or two, yeah. Uh, and then if I'm going just with the boys, then I'll I'll pack it down a little bit less, yeah. Because when I go with the guys, no disrespect, I want to go with ones that are self sufficient. Uh huh. I'm like, I'm not. Go- I mean, oh, we yeah. don't carry anything for anybody. No, <laughs> unless we have to. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, if, if you need me to boil some water in a whisper light, that's fine. But I'm sure. not cooking you dinner. That's right. All right. That's right. We'll figure it out. Bring a slim jim. That's it. <laughs> uh, poor Patch. He, uh, <laughs> I think it was his first trip out with us. He um, underpacked. Mm. And, and you can tell by his, uh, his personality, he's not one to come and ask us for anything. So we, we would get to the camp, and he'd go hunker down in his tent. And we're like, dude, did you eat? And he's like, no, I'm, I'm okay. I had a Nutri-Grain bar. I'm like, you got to get You just me. burned 9,000 calories. He, and he doesn't complain. Mm-hmm. He doesn't fatigue. Or if he does, he doesn't show it. Yeah. And he survives. Uh, and I've seen him behave that way over and over again. So uh, I'll have to have you out with us, man. We don't have a trip planned, but it'd be awesome to have you come out with us. Um, I would love to. With us and, and do and that And it's, it's hard to find guys that are really into it that mm-hmm. also have the gear because mm-hmm. that, that is half the battle. Where, it, where yeah. we're going this week, even though, not week, um, it's just a one-night thing. Yeah. But where we're going, you know, it's going to be a low of like 35, 38, yeah. which is not terrible, but you still have to have your layers. Yeah, for sure. And, and you can't so be... you gotta you gotta have your your closet of gear. That's right. Like uh, I've I've made the mistake of going out there with a hammock without the underquilt, mm. and my bottom side just freezing. Yeah. <laughs> no matter how way. many layers you have on. No matter. Yeah. Because it just gets so cold. So now I've solved that with the pad. Mm-hmm. Um, got a minimalist tent for if there's a you know a heavy chance of rain. I don't. I usually take either one or the other depending yeah. on the weather forecast. Just the forecast, sure. So, but the minimalist. Um, Tent is great. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, if it comes to me, I'll, I'll mention it. But it's just my trekking poles hold it up, mm-hmm. and I got enough room for my bag, my pad, and that's it. That's perfect. And it weighs, oh, man, less than four pounds, I think, Yeah, the whole thing. So I usually, when we pack, I think we're all trying to get 20 pounds or, or under Wow. Uh, for when we're going. Uh, but, yeah, we're pushing um, somewhere between somewhere between 14 and 20 miles yeah. a day. Uh, for that, and I, I get on a jitterbug. I'm like, man, I would love to have some more time at a camp. But usually we're going, going, and going, and going, and going, and going. Mm-hmm. We get there, set up, eat, go to bed. Yeah. And no time to really hang out by no, the fire. We're, we're definitely more about collecting firewood for two hours, <laughs> bring a sizable <laughs> flask, right. bring a cigar. I'm, I'm all about the uh, the leisure time. Mm. I mean, you're still putting in the work. Yeah. You're, you're moving all day long. But And that's what I'm looking forward to, like, with the kids. Um, we can I can go and explore these areas, um, and then later – when they're a little bit older, we'll go and we'll just do like a six miles out mm-hmm. camp, come back down. You know what's a great one for about five to six miles in and out is um, Roan Mountain. Yeah, have you been to Roan? Yeah, there's a uh, Carver's Gap. Yes, that's it. So you take Carver's all the way to the very it's tippy beautiful. top. You got 360 degree. Beautiful. The wind will roll through those hills though so bad. Listen, oh, man, it'll break a tent. <laughs> oh my gosh, let me tell you, we camped just off the top of Carver's Gap mm-hmm. um, the last time we were out there, and it was breezy. Thought we were on the good side of the hill. 
it changed overnight. Mm. Oh man, I got beat up. Yeah. I was the only one in a hammock with with the rain fly, <laughs> and just I was hallucinating. I was exhausted. Wasn't sleeping. The wind you could hear it coming from like miles away, and then just slams the side of the mountain. And you mm. just hold on. I'm sitting there shaking. <laughs> it's like brutal, but uh, that's when I was like the. Hammock was a bad choice for that trip. Right. But you get through it. Yeah. And that was at the end of a like an eighteen mile hike that day, climbing up Carvers. I think we were going south to north. So we went Carvers down and then Roan Mountain was the next <clears throat> that's where we stopped. Okay. At the bottom of Roan. But Roan Mountain's a hard hike. Have you been up it? Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, it's no joke. We you hike all day. Mm-hmm. Up. <laughs> up for like six hours. <laughs> Just go, go, yeah. go. And it was brutal. And then coming down. We walked down, um, it was essentially like a creek bed, and you're coming down the mountain, and it's just rocks and rocks and rocks, mm-hmm. and forever. It was not fun. Well, then you really have to watch your footing, too. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. And that was the end. We had climbed wrong and come right. down and towards. So your stability muscles are gone. Yeah. So you have to really focus. Constantly, yeah. almost rolling my ankle. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just like, pay attention, dude. Another just great spot attention. that we go to all the time is uh, Grayson Highlands. I've heard it. Up I've in Virginia. Yeah. The best part there is that it's... It's only maybe just inside three hours to get there. Yeah. And it's it's legit range. Yeah. AT goes through it. Yeah. So you can entertain going up to Thomas Knob mm-hmm. to get the views, or you can go down on the creek bed and have the water at your fingertips. Man, so the benefit awesome. of I, I love getting the views, mm-hmm. but where we're going this weekend, it's more about the river. Yeah. Not to jump in because it's going to be frigid. Yeah. I, I might polar plunge it, though. I'm just going to put it up on the record. Just for fun. Just for fun. I'm going to uh-huh. do it in the daytime so I don't absolutely have hypothermia. That's right. But having the water there so you can pump fresh, mm-hmm. enjoy them, you know, enjoy that. You can use it to cook, and yeah. you don't have to worry about packing in a gallon of water. That's right. Because that weighs, sure. what, 10 pounds by itself. Yeah, never. It's ridiculous. Patchwood. I wouldn't. Just just for the heck of it. Yeah. Well, he's also one that would carry, like, three <laughs> shovel flags, too, just to say that he did. Yeah, he did one. Uh, they went last year, I think. Beginning of January, if I'm not mistaken, it snowed. They were it was a mm. three day trip. It turned out to be I think one night. Wow. They left, came out because it was uh, just uh, visibility was poor. Mm-hmm. Uh, trail markings, they couldn't tell where they were. It was, I'll let them share the story with you uh, when you get a chance. But yeah, Patrick took the shovel flag, and he was using it to scrape the snow off of the the area where to put his tent. I was like, this is just that's extreme. Yeah, I'm not down for it. To January. each their own. Yeah, to each their own. They had a good time, but Jitterbug was like, no, we can't. We're not going to keep doing this. <laughs> that's not what it's about. Um, man, thanks for coming on. Mm-hmm. You've been great and easy to talk to. Good. Very easy. I'll have you back. Mm. Is there anything that's on your heart that you've been wanting to share on your notes? There, you got anything? Let me see what up my notes. <laughs> I'd be, I'd, I'm, I'm a note guy. Please make sure we didn't forget anything. Uh, let's see. We talked about the morning routine. <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's see here. No, oh, I did write down Wim Hof. We talked about that. Yeah, nailed it. Uh, oh, yeah, going back to the Hunt for Wellness podcast, I really was have been enjoying that recently, and not the most recent one, but maybe last week they they spoke about, you know, kind of the, 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 the obvious health tips. Yeah. And each person has their own definition of, of health and wellness, but uh, three things that that guest speaker spoke about spoke about was the simple fact of tracking your progress. Mm. I think that's crucial. Uh, hydrate. Mm-hmm. You know. None of y- us are probably doing that. No. The correct it's, way. It's hard to put down a gallon of water a day. Yeah. But to make the time for it is is very important. And then also just the simplicity of being persistent, you know, yeah. getting up and doing something hard every day. And winning. And just winning. trying. Yeah. Have you read that book, uh, Make Your Bed? 
No. So good, dude. Um, you should have brought a pin. You didn't bring a pin. <laughs> I'll text you. Okay. <laughs> or if you go back and listen to it again, uh, Make Your Bed by General something. I don't know if you can see it. Mm. It's such a good book. William McRaven. Yeah. Admiral. Admiral William McRaven. That book was based off of a speech he gave at a college. Um, that was incredible. But basically, yeah, you wake up and you, you need to you need to start with a win. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his is, you know, essentially make your bed. It's done. Uh, you you're already ahead of the game. You're already ahead of most people. And I know for us packs. Um, yeah, getting up and getting that workout. It's always nice to talk to new guys. I'm like, how are you feeling? He's like, man, this is crazy. I had no idea that this many men woke up in the mornings to come do this thing. Yeah. I'm like, and this is nationwide and in some aspects uh, worldwide. And that we're all choosing to do, it's really pretty hard. Um, and being consistent and persistent um, with that. So that's a good nugget to take. Yeah. Just get up and do it. Yeah. And you got to win for the day. If that's all you do. Mm-hmm. You know, so... Maybe that'll get me fired up. Well, and I think also a, a, another one to live by is, uh, and he's on Twitter a lot, but uh, good old Jocko Willink. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, his his slogan of discipline equals freedom. Yeah. I mean, that is just, that rings big it's time true. to me. Absolutely. His podcasts are, I, I wish I could listen to them more, but they're long. They you are. never know which direction they're going. Yeah, they're they are also two to three hours long. Yeah. It's a commitment. But if you're on, if you're in the car doing a bunch of driving, it's easy to chip away at it. That's what I miss most about my current state of employment. I don't have that driving time that I had mm. before. So the podcast is hard for me to get in. I just see them racking up on my feed of all these episodes yeah. that I haven't, you know, the time to listen to. Right. Which is a bummer. Yeah. Um, let me run some ideas by you real quick. Um, the direction of the podcast, and you can tell me what you think. Um, and I say this. Reluctantly, because I'm lazy, <laughs> and I don't know that I want to put it out there. But um, I read recently in that uh, Buddha and the Badass that you know you need to uh, put out in the world kind of what is attractive to you, and those people that are also attracted to those same values will f- you'll find each other. Mm-hmm. So um, my goal is with the podcast is do one episode a week, um, anywhere from an hour to two hours with different men. Uh, from F3 Nation. Uh, second is eventually I want to have guests come on that aren't necessarily F3. Um, with that, I'll probably need referrals or even some like contact help. Um, if I want to reach out to somebody like a, gosh, I'll shoot high, I'll shoot for the stars, Jocko Willink, come on the, the American Yammer podcast to, to shoot his knowledge at me for an hour mm-hmm. would be awesome. And I think it'd be great for the listeners, especially here in the Natville region. So it's a goal. I don't know if, if I'll ever be able to do it, but it's where I want the direction of this thing to go. And then um, thirdly, doing like um, like a uh, breath of fresh air episode. Uh, I was going to call it good news. Um, I know we have an AO called good news. It's not directly related. Uh, but like Tuesdays where I can sit down maybe either by myself or with a guy and we just uh, talk positive news stories, um, things to get off of the regular CNN, Fox propaganda if you will mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah you know and we could share stories and either there'll be stories that are personal to people uh that we know or you know from around the world so and that might be like a 30 minute episode each tuesday yeah i think if you put it down to like 15 20 30 minutes at most yeah. that way it's a quick little snippet and then you've yeah. got your long formats like this yeah um I think that's something i think that's smart i think so and then uh i don't know take the thing on the road every now and again for like f3 events mm-hmm. um do that uh, I'm going to, I promise you, when you leave, I'm going to write down like a goals list for the podcast. Okay. And then maybe in a couple of weeks, the next time you see me, you say, hey, how's it going? 
and that helps me um, to be accountable. Um, and real quick about accountability, we still got some time. I'm looking at my clock. Yeah, we still got some time. You All need right. to leave out by like 11 sharp, right? I'm good. Yeah, I, I've got a meeting at 11.15. Okay, so you have enough time. Uh, hopefully, this would be a good warm-up for your meeting. I'm good. Hopefully, you'll be fired up when you get Caffeinated there. up. That's right. Yeah, me too. I'm like, God, <laughs> I just drank 16 ounces. Um, STP, great guy, uh, went on the last hike with me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you spend hours on end on the trail, you know, front to back from each other. And we talk about all kinds of difficult things. And, and uh, one of them was, um, uh, you know, he's got experience, family. Um, and if anyone hears this and is interested, please reach out to STP and, and pick his brain about it rather than me dish it all out here. But he's got experience, and I look up to him as a man. And I asked him, you know, some things like, hey, I'm having trouble with my wife as far as being president, blah, 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 um, or not getting defensive which comes at me, this is just like examples. And he and simply said, listen, try to do better. Be mindful of your engagements that you're having with your wife. Um, no, realize when you're getting in that sour mood or whatever and try to make the adjustment on the spot. And he's like, and I'll reach out to you in a couple of weeks and see how it's going. And just by him saying that, whether he did it or not, every time that I was in a situation where it could have went one bad way or, or not. You made the pivot. Absolutely. Because it's awesome. That conversation that we had. So just created that accountability. Mm. Um, and we need more of that. We need more of that from the F3 packs. And we also need more of that when we see a guy fall off. Um, when we see a guy not showing up to work out. Um, and he'll probably share the story with you guys if you ask him. But uh, uh, Ricola was one where I was like, dude, <laughs> where you been? It's been like three months or something since I'd seen him. And I reached out to him, and uh, he started coming back around. Mm. You know, it was just simple, like, hey, I hadn't seen you in a while. I hope things are well. Because I know we had started about the same time. So he started coming back. But um, he, that's one of the only examples I could give of my personal experience with reaching out to a guy to have him come back. So if we know of somebody that we hadn't seen in a while, let's let's reach out to him. Yeah, yeah the, the accountability really is just crucial. And I don't know why we're lacking that so much. Uh and maybe that's my perspective, but I think even with my talk with Zach, we had talked um, that that's a big thing. Um, and then if you ask Patch, who's watching the numbers, he'll tell you, like, mm-hmm. yeah, we've got two-thirds of our guys don't come back hmm. <laughs> or something like that. Wow. Um, so he's he's good. You can always reach out to Patch and say, hey, who on the spreadsheet um, fell off? Mm-hmm. You know, Or um, can you tell me when the last time you saw so-and-so? And then he can look at the sheet and tell you yeah, he hadn't really been out since uh, early June. And then reach out to them. Yeah. Yeah. Or reach out regardless of the stats. Um, well, man, it's been fun. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Let's end this thing um, with the circle of trust, man. Okay. I don't know if you wrote that on your notes or not, but it's usually how I like to end yeah. uh, the podcast. And this is an opportunity for you to either do one of several <clears> things. <throat> Get something on your chest that's been on it. Uh, two, share some words of encouragement. Uh, you want to... Pray about something, pray about something. Whatever you want to do, uh, this time is yours. Okay. No pressure. No pressure at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, just to get off my chest, more of a prayer than anything else, uh, and I just heard about it just but a week ago, and then again last night. My grandmother is 92, and she's had a rough go of it. She's had amazing health her entire life for like 91 years. Wow. And all of a sudden, boom, just like nothing. It's gone down the tubes. She, she's in a bad place. And so 
whether or not she's able to get out of it, uh, I'm not really sure. Um, but uh, just be thinking about her for me, if you would. Um, you know, you, you just never know. It, it could it could end today. She could be around for another five years. You never really know. So with that being said, just kind of really make an effort of just taking one day at a time. I know it's so cliche, but, uh, you know, yeah, just be thankful you're having your feet on the floor. Just be grateful for the time that you've got. Um, and just get up and do the hard thing for sure. There you go, man. What's your uh, grandmother's name? Her name is Marie. Marie. Is she up in Connecticut? She's in uh, Long Island. Long Island. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you guys get up there to see her much? Not often enough. Yeah. Yeah, it's been numerous years since we've been up. We all went up for a big 90th birthday celebration. Mm -hmm. It was a surprise for her, mm -hmm. which was great. We come from a really big, loud Italian family. Yeah. So red wine and pasta and cannolis were That's flying awesome. all over the place. It was a wonderful dime. So, awesome. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll get up there sooner than later. And uh, so yeah, just be thinking about her for me. And uh, other than that, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to uh, glad to be here. Absolutely, man. And does 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 she still have her uh, wits about her? Yes, does she have her mind. Pretty darn good. Good. Uh, forgetful, but not full blown. Yeah. Dementia, I guess you could say. Well, I'll certainly keep her in my thoughts throughout the um, certainly throughout the day. Um, yeah, kind of looking out for your neighbors and your family members that you haven't mm -hmm. necessarily seen, or I don't know. What can you do? Um, and some and some guys hide those mm -hmm. troubles really well, and some are much more vocal about it. I kind of feel like I'm maybe right in the middle. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so yeah, just just be more aware of what people are holding on to that you don't understand anything about. You know? Yeah, and, sure. Can you uh, reach out to her today? Give her a call. I could. Yeah, I should. Absolutely. Say, hey, you know, we were talking about you this morning. Mm -hmm. See how you're doing. Yeah. She's That's like, awesome. what, is a, what is a podcast? I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> Where do I hear it? <laughs> She's still rocking the rotary phone, probably. <laughs> That's awesome yeah. for her. I know I've got a couple of neighbors here that I joke <clears> around <throat> with. The Clem right next door to us, I keep telling them, uh, uh, I look at my watch, I'm like, any day now. And he's like, ah, not today. And he's, he's like 90, I think. And what we wanted, <laughs> I want to buy his condo next door and somehow extend this property mm. into that one. And then Norma, bless her soul, she's same boat. Old as could be, uh, just trucking along. She refuses to um, go somewhere. She wants to stay there. Mm. So she'll call us and be like, can you come over and cut out the lights? So-and-so left them on. It's like 10 o'clock at night. Like, yeah, Norma will come over, cut out your lights for you. But it's nice to be able to do that and to have that opportunity. Yeah. And, uh, and I try not to be uh, feel like I'm bothered by it. No, you know? just take care of your neighbor. Yeah, just take care of your neighbor. Yeah. Check on Grandma. Um, they deserve it. That's a long time to be around. Uh, at the very least, you know, a conversation mm -hmm. could change the way she feels. At least, for, at least for the afternoon. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So let's do that. If you guys got somebody um, that you need to reach out to, reach out to them. Uh, show them, tell them you love them, all that stuff. Um, well, man, you want to take us out? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, guys. How do you usually take people out? Do you do the prayer at the end? I, I no, not really. I don't either. Um, I've only done it a new a couple times. It's such not that it's awkward, but like some guys will stand there and wait for someone else to go. Oh, it's terrible. Airball put me on the spot once. He's like, "Hop ass, take us out." I'm like, "Oh, I don't know what to say." <laughs> Supposed to say something inspirational. Um, no, nah, I mean this is fine. We can end it like this. You don't have to do nothing fancy. Uh, Pax, thanks for listening. You know. Uh, we had Centerfold on. Pick his brain. Oh, where can guys find you at most often? Where are you um, most frequent? I do. Well, uh, let's see. 
the good old Twitter stuff, F3 Centerfold, I think it is called, or it could be my first and last name, slash Centerfold. Oh, gosh. I should know this. Gundam. Let me look it up. Go ahead. Keep going. Uh, but yeah, that, that's the one thing. Uh, I'm on Facebook very minimally on purpose. Good for you. I've taken it off my phone, which has been glorious. Perfect. Life does exist outside of your device. <laughs> Please, everybody, delete Facebook. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm on it for business purposes, but uh, other than that, no, it's just it's a drain on my life. So, uh, But I'm on there. And uh, otherwise, you know, yeah, you'll, you'll see me out in the gloom a couple days a week. I'm usually doing that Monday, Tuesday. Wednesday, Friday situation. Where are you posting Monday most? Uh, most of the time, it's going to be Circle Time Monday, Shake and Bake Tuesday, Death Star on Wednesday, if Shake and Bake doesn't whoop me. Yeah. Uh, Thursday is the recovery, and then Friday is either Broga or Fringe or recovery as well, depending on how crazy it is for the weekend work. Nice. So you're you're like me. We're right up there at that, uh, what they call the Virginia line. Yes. Like, And I like to say north of the wall. If you notice when you pulled in. Literally. Yeah. Yeah, it's right there. <laughs> so north of the wall is where <laughs> we're at most often. Um, and yeah, you are F3 Centerfold. That's no, it. I'm sorry, at Centerfold F3. Mm-hmm. That's it. And uh, do you want to put your email out there or anything for guys? If they sure. want to reach you at like a professional capacity? Yeah, it's, uh, well, my last name's a doozy, but uh, it's info at com, and it's M-I-C-C-I-C-H-E, the word corporate.com. That's going to be my main business contact. And with your, um, with that business, are you able to help folks with any, you know, you do like family portraits, you do headshots for business? I, I truly do it all. All of it? Yeah. Um, I don't want to say I'm a jack of all trades because right. that's never good, but right. I started off doing portraits and events the most and then okay. transitioned into corporate. So business related pictures, marketing type pictures. But even last week I went to, it was very, very cool, a repeat family portrait client had their second child, and they asked me, I, I was very much honored uh, to come into the hospital and do a newborn session. The babe was maybe seven hours old. Nice. And to be able to be there for them, it was it was very special. And I'm going over there again today to incorporate another another mini session. So, That's awesome. yeah, it's really just a little, little bit of everything. I've yeah. done some work for some guys and uh, really appreciate that, and it's, um, it's very much a referral business. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, we'll put it out there. Thanks. And if guys need you, that will hit you up. Thanks for having me, man. Absolutely. And did you want to leave a telephone number? You can if you want. Yeah, sure. 336-684-3535. Perfect. Do it one more time for radio's sake. 336-684-3535. That's awesome. Centerfold out. That's it. And guys, we're going to end it on that note. Uh, tune in next time. Uh, no telling who it's going to be, but um, or when it's going to be, but I'll get it out there to you as soon as possible. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.